Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Behind the Bunker, our weekly paintball podcast. My name is Todd Ansich. Thank you guys for joining me. This week's episode is uh, episode 632, otherwise podcast 511. If you guys are following along at home, we don't have a Gavin Sharma this evening, but we do have a Josh Zuby Zabrikis. <laughs> Which means I have a chance of winning prices right tonight. Nice. We are doing it now, right? Now that he's not here. I, I don't know. It's only three people now. I don't oh, what, come on! What's wrong with That's you? The only reason of I course. came for the for the banter and Price is Right. Of course. And, stuff. and uh, Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Uh, greetings and thanks for tuning in tonight to a beautiful behind the bunker. It is Monday night. It is garbage, garbage night, and recycling and green bin it's, night here. Yeah. Double it's up double, garbage. Double up. Double up. Nice. Double up your trash. But anyway, thanks for uh, taking the time and tuning in tonight to chit chat enjoy the banter and so on and so forth and we will um, get to all the good stuff soon so i have a question for you guys watching at home can you make sure that the audio sounds good as well as does the video look any different to you we're now broadcasting in 1080 uh, on both youtube and facebook now i know facebook dumbs everything down same with youtube but it should look marginally better, uh, but Crisp let me know. Ear. Cr crispier, yeah. And maybe the sound might be a, a smidgen better. Uh, a smidgen. But let us uh, like let us know in the comments if you don't mind before we go too much further on this. I like your smidgen with a pigeon. So lots on the show tonight. We don't have Gavin, but you know what? That just means it's going to be even better of a show, right? Uh, tonight we're talking about what, what is, is the, the best, best looking paintball, paintball gun of all, of all times. You guys can join us for that, that conversation as, as the night goes on. As well as we asked you guys for your paintball questions, and uh, you hit us up with quite a few of them, so we'll get to those as the night goes on. Uh, a little bit of a, uh, a no-brainer this week. I don't know if you guys saw, but Aftershock is back in the NXL. And um, Do you remember when we were in um, Chicago? We were at a World Cup, and then we went to um, Badlands to... And that's the home field of Aftershock. Do you remember that Todd remembers that? And who is the guy that owned Aftershock? Was it Rennick, I think? And they had all the sh they had all the that shock. Right. They had all the shock tech stuff. So we yeah. were in one of the one of the I guess it was one of the Badlands stores, and they had all the shock tech stuff. And then the Aftershock guys were had just come back from a practice, and they were all coming into the store. This was in the. Er, uh, not the, really the early days, but it was an NPPL, I think, at um, CPX, or we were at, um, uh, at an NXL or something at Joliet in Chicago. But it was pretty cool, yeah, fun, yeah. fun times. But then we went to Five Guys Burger. That was one of the first times we went to Five Guys Burger. Yes, that's right. Uh, Matt, put the picture up for one more time. Hopefully we fixed the echo. Uh, can you let us know, George, if that's fixed it? Maybe we need more hay in the studio that will absorb <laughs> the echo. Um, well, I thought it was a no-brainer because I saw Nick Sloyak had left Ironman, and I thought, well, there has to be an interesting reason for it. And I kind of gave it some thought, and then when I heard Todd was taking over a team, I kind of put two and two together, and then I saw the press release, and I thought, okay, well, that's great. That's that. That's where he needs to be, and I wonder who else is going to make uh, make that roster. So we'll find Can't out. Keep our eyes open. Well, we'll find out in 60 days because in 60 days, ladies and gentlemen, actually less than that, uh, the uh, Major League Paintball Las Vegas Major is uh, happening. Uh, so check that out. Registration is now open, officially open today. So head on over to um, uh, 
Uh, I'm not sure. The place. I, I'm going to say Major League Paintball, but uh, or NXL. George Hayes says it's fixed. Very good. Um, what, the NXL is fixed? No. The, oh. my team, every time my team wins, everyone says it's fixed. Yeah, isn't the NHL fixed, too, in Major <laughs> League Baseball? And <laughs> yes. Pony riding at the Olympics? So... If you guys are coming to Las Vegas, don't forget there is a players party on the Sunday night. And uh, also the Hall of Icons induction and the Summit Awards is happening. And then on the Monday and Tuesday, we're going to have the Summit, which is like the... The top. Yeah. The peak. (laughs) It's what we used to call the paintball extravaganza. It's now going to be the Summit. Or the Apex. So stay tuned for that. Oh, there I go. Sorry, I had a logo and I didn't uh, didn't bother with it. Um, Also, uh, congratulations to Yosh Designs for uh, being the content and video creator, uh, our newest content and video creator for Core Outdoor. Nice. Which is kind of a weird thing, but good for him. That's, uh, yeah. Uh, Exalt, new speed winder, new magazine speed feed winder. What do you guys think of that? I like that. It's nice. It's easy on the hands. I actually really like that. That's a really neat idea. The only downside is is I wish it was not black. I wish it was like red or orange orange or something because you know you're going to drop that in the grass. And I was going to say it should be exalt green, but if it is, then it's worse in the grass. I think it should be flat, dark earth. That it's, <laughs> but you could put it on one of those little doomies that goes on to your thing. But it would spin. But yeah, I guess you'd have one of the spinners. Hot, the I spinners. think hot pink is the only color it needs to be. Or in. you could get a little carabiner for it. Yeah, yeah, because you're going to want that on field, aren't you? Yeah, because that but, way you can are load you bags on, on field. Well, yeah, some, I, I guess I always carry a I always carry a bulk bag in my dump pouch, and I can fill up my pods in between yeah. games or if I'm behind a bunker. <laughs> and I used to have a field. Yeah. I have a small. I had this small air tank in the stock, so yeah. I carried seven magazines because that's all I got out of a tank. I so I never had a bothered. small air tank. Yeah, small. <laughs> I left it in the pool <laughs> one day, and then it just <laughs> yeah. Cold um, water. George Hay wants to know if BTB will be at the summit. Possibly, we don't know. I, I'm going to talk to Tom this week and find out what's going on with the summit and uh, bring you guys more information. Uh, hopefully, with, with the current exchange rate, it's uh, what you call more challenging yes so what is it like a dollar four dollar forty right now i think so it's it's high i think so um by the way thank you phoenix gasparini she donated 50 50 stars but also reminding us that uh, we should probably say happy new year to all of our viewers at home because we haven't seen you for two weeks seems like an awful long time ago that we did a show that's true. It was like a solid week before Christmas and then two weeks after. I know. It was a long it was a long time to be non-behind the bunkering, but it's okay. I picked a good time to be extremely sick. Were you sick? I was very sick. You picked a fine time to leave me, Lucille. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, I have, a, I have a feeling that we're all going to get sick after the kids come back from school the next couple of days and oh, bring yeah. back whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Mama Magfrog is in the YouTube chat. Oh, nice. It says, hello, everyone from Mad Frog BB. Hello. Nice. nice. Hello. Hi. My um, internet's wonky. My computer. Oh, might be the... Don't think it's the internet, it's but... It's my computer system. So, I saw this picture on a... It was a sponsored ad, and I didn't click on it, but it's badly photoshopped. Yes, it is. For the people that are in the RV industry that uh, like to camp all year round, 
they were using they they've using speedball bunkers as a insulator to go around the bottom of the undercarriage so that you could heat it and keep your RV from freezing over. Oh, that's neat. I thought that's kind of cool, huh. but that's a horrible that's a horrible sell. That'd be hard to seal it and but if you if you had a continuous one, like you could have, if you had a bunker company, you could make like rectangles or squares or L, big L's, I guess, and then you could fit them underneath. Yeah. I like those because then depending on the size of your RV, you can, yeah, RV. I don't know if Eddie would, would buy those for his, but. Shitter's full. Um, and then <laughs> tell me about this photo here. This is from the latest season. Of Reacher, Reacher, where they make a French lick la, 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 la. joke in the show. It was dynamite. I saw it and I almost fell off the couch trying to take a picture of it. Yeah, I, I, I thought you guys were joking, and then I saw the screen grab, and it's like that's great. No, there was no joking about that, man. Um, I apologize for who sent me this. I, you just have an email address, and I don't know remember what it was, but it didn't have your name in it, so I apologize to who sent this. Um, this is the offspring killing it in 2021. Um, and they thought someone in the band looked rather familiar. Oh, look at that. <laughs> look at the guitarist on the right. That's funny. Yeah. So just it's so you guys are aware. Todd when he's 57. 57, at least. And with a horrible mustache. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe next year for November, I finally get that. Uh, first of all, nice to see we're watching all of you guys uh, in the live chat. Nice to see Greg Muller and Keith Kissel and Jeff Thompson. Everybody that's in there, George Hay, we spoke of already. And all of you guys that are watching us in both our YouTube and our Facebook. By all means, hit that like and share before you guys uh, depart if you are if you don't stick around. But uh, if you are, please, please do so as well. And uh, we can get some more people to jump into the show. Uh, sad news this week. Um, we had a fellow paintballer close to the Flagrater uh, family. Unfortunately, well, Joe, you can get into it if you want. I don't. Yeah, uh, Dave, Dave, Dave Jenneru, who is a, a member of the Task Force Raiders, um, but he'd been he'd been around the Flagrater family since the early 2000s. He started playing not at Flagraders but at Renegade Paintball, which was an indoor facility in guelph in the early 2000s he would frequent our cambridge store um quite a bit then then he you know like like in many other paintballers um life sort of gets in the way you go off and get a job you get married and so on and forth so on and so forth then dave dave started coming around in the late in the late 2000 and um what would it be 2000s Eight to 15, 16 in that area and came around, yeah. Um, became a, a pretty integral part of, of the organization and became a member of our scenario team. But, um, you know, our thoughts and, and, and prayers go out to his wife and his young son, who was just, just two months old, yeah, two months old, two months old. So, that it's terrible. Um, there is a memorial this weekend in Fergus at the Fergus Legion from 1 till 4 p.m. Uh, for for Dave, for anyone that's free to come out. So, it, it, you know, it's it's awful and it's tragic. And, you know, you have to, you know, we have I have lots of pictures and we have lots of pictures and lots, lots of fantastic memories of, of Dave from, you know, being around. And most of you, anyone that's been at Flag Raiders probably in the last five or six or eight years has probably run into him in 
one capacity or another. Super helpful, always willing to talk paintball, ask questions. He's a big supporter of um, Flag Raider Apparel and Enola Gay stuff. So um, our thoughts go out to Dave and, you know, everybody that knew Dave and his, his wife and his wife Sabrina and his child Jason. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. It really does suck. And you know what? I, I, I pinned the GoFundMe link there. If you guys have a couple extra Christmas shekels burning a hole in your pocket and you want to help, you know, you got you to gotta think it's, you know, I don't want to give too much information away, but, you know, newly married couple, first child, first Christmas, and, you know, yeah. no one was expecting that one. So, yeah. you know, think about if that happened to you, that, that, that'd be pretty terrible. And And I know, you know, you know, people pass all the time, but uh, he was a special guy, and it was—it's uh, very sad to hear him hear hear that he uh, is gone now. But uh, yeah, yeah. So there's a memorial on Saturday. If you guys need information, hit up one of us, and we can send you the information if you don't already have it. If you want to attend it, yeah. So moving on, ladies and gentlemen, I will leave that uh, that pinned up there for you. Uh, it's at the top of the, the comment section here. I pinned it, so hopefully it's still there. If it's not, let me know, and I'll try to get it up there. Uh, okay, so we have lots on the show tonight to get to. We have the topic at hand. We have the vault. We have the Antiques Paintball Roadshow. We have the topic to get to. Price is right. Mail time. And maybe I'll leave it till when Gavin's here next week, but I revised... Uh, and did some new lightning round questions. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> I like r- lightning round. Oh. Come on, I like lightning round. Lightning round, ladies and gentlemen, for those who don't know, is I answer. I ask a question to a specific cast member, and they have to respond immediately without any refrain and answer it right away without an um or ah no, um or, or any hesitation. Or no and, repeating and the, the right question answer. before you answer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and no, uh, yeah, no asking for clarification as the question's being asked. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, it, it usually becomes a, a fun time. So, there you go. Uh, all right. Well, why don't we get into tonight's vault, and uh, maybe we'll get into uh, tonight's antique roadshow at the same time. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment from the vault. We go back in history, back in the early days of paintball, and I show you something that's kind of old, something that's kind of cool, and something you may not have seen before. Tonight's question on Behind the Bunker is, what is the best looking paintball gun of all time? So if we go back into the early days of paintball, like the vault originated, and we pull out, ding, this handy dandy Eagle discreet carrying case. Eagle was a high-end manufacturer back in the early days. And we have a look at this. In my opinion, which is just my opinion, this is the coolest looking paintball gun of all times. This is the CAR 68 AT, stands for Armed Forces Trainer. It was made by Protein Products in Flagler Beach, Florida. It took the VM68 or the PMI3 and turned it into probably what was one of the first ever scenario type markers. This has got real steel components, a real AR-15 front end, carry handle, and this is a car stock long before car stocks were found on Model 98s, BT4 Combats, and so on and so forth. This is also, you may recognize this as an UltraDot sight um, as well. So this is, um, can be ambidextrous for caulking as well. So you can just switch it very easily. Changing the um, velocity was a bit of a trick. You needed a special tool, but in my opinion, 
this um, car 68 AT based on a VM 68 is probably the coolest paintball marker of all time in that particular genre. Anyway, you've been watching this week's segment of uh, From the Vault. We'll see you next time. Pew, pew. Hey guys, Todd Anson from Behind the Bunker. This is our weekly segment called Antique Paintball Roadshow. Check it out. All right, Kenny, what do we have this week? We have Dusty. We have the War Game Ammo Box. Uh, this is one of the first uh, hoppers. Now, I've never seen these before. These are the three colors that he manufactured it in, uh, the red, the clear, and the black. And then he also made a uh, like a cover, so you can actually keep extra ones with a cap on it, so you can just change your hopper versus having to reload the hopper. Very cool. Uh, jo Josh was making a comment about my um, car 68 and if you look if you look at the pictures and there will be a picture up later but all the components of that you could do an individual vault on because that really that gun pre and all the attachments accessories predate um, Picatinny rails or key mods or anything like that it was all super early um, the the thing that held the light at the front is just a, a pressure um, pressure switch that'll hold a flashlight so you could have a pressure pad on a surefire flashlight because that was in, back in the day the only company that made um, lights, high powered weapons mounted lights. Um, the car stock is original. Even the sight rail was designed specifically for the top of an AR-15 because they didn't have the Picatinny rail flat tops. Everything had a carry handle. It's pretty neat. And then if you look inside that bag, it's it's chock full of of vaulty goodness things that maybe we'll just do a, a one continuous vault on on that bag and on the contents. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's pretty neat. And the Antiques Roadshow guys was a repeat. I thought I loaded a new one today, and I did not. So I apologize. We th thank you for rewatching that and we'll put a new one up next week um by the way does anybody know or notice rather that we changed up the show aesthetics it looks a little bit different and we're in high definition now we're broadcasting in 1080 hopefully you guys notice there's some sort of change also josh did his hair tonight a little different hair yeah, looks good so good you're looking you're you're going for that extra extra close Oh, Neil Chittenden said www.airskirts.com. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Do go. you think what would happen if you had an air skirt going to French Lick? La, la, la. <laughs> <laughs> Matt yes. shaking his head. In, I don't know if it's, if it's in disgust or just plain disbelief. <laughs> I think it's both. A bit of both. Whatever. Um, speaking of lightning round and Matt... Uh, one of the questions from Lightning Round, and I'll give it away now because when you get it, you'll be frazzled anyways, but it's, what's one topic that Matt does not want us to talk about? Food. <laughs> or COVID. COVID would be an acceptable answer. That's funny. Hey, Wolf says uh, that I look a lot better on a, on his big screen. Thanks, Wolf. Thanks, Wolf. Um, yeah, all right. Thanks for nothing, Wolf. <laughs> Hi, thanks, Wolf. thanks for nothing. Uh, John Hoffmeyer said the Archeon Sim 4 was like that, except the Archeon and its family of friends did not work, whereas this, the um, the VM68 or the Car68 AT worked. I used to, we used to run them on 
three and a half ounce tanks and then we would carry extra three and a half ounce bottles in in flashbang pouches on our legs that's pretty crazy you think back we were scenario before scenario before scenario was a thing so Kudos to, yeah, before remote kudos, lines were kudos to us for setting the trends that other fields follow. <laughs> Look at that. Um, all right. Well, we have the topic to get to at hand. We have our reads to get to shortly. All right. um, I didn't even ask if you worked on them today. I forgot to follow up with you on that. I did one, but as you got, I was just, it just came to me. Nope. No pun intended. And then I um, was there. There we go. All right, well, you know what? Why don't we get to the rest of the show? But before we do that, let's take care of a little bit of business. I'm going to tell you guys about Planet Eclipse. From the point man to podium, Planet Eclipse Eclipse performance paintball hardware and gear is designed, manufactured, and perfected to operate when the pressure is on or when there's no pressure at all. Get Planet Eclipse, ladies and gentlemen, and take on the world. E.g., the Smoker Day Company has providing the players, the playmakers, the photographers, and the storytellers with Battlefield Brilliance, brilliant colors, and creating wonderful, brilliant tales since 2005. Make sure your next adventure includes E.G. Hashtag Pop Smoke. Ruthless is a versatile crew of industry. I was trying to remember which one was which. Uh, an innovative enthusiast dedicated to producing not just outstanding products, but also Tiger Stripe products and outstanding customer service. Use our promo code B2B15 to score 15% off your next order. Exalt, taking accessories and gears to the next level. Get Exalt for the next level design products and materials. Whether you're a beginner, upgrading, or a pro breaking out, get Exalt. Available worldwide. DLX Technologies, creators of the TM40 marker and accessories used by some of the best. Light, sleek, and fast. The TM40 only. Available from DLX. Now, whether you're riding on pavement, pathway, sand, or gravel, you can blaze your own trail with the one wheel. And before you ride off into sunset or sunrise, use the promo code BTB10 for 10% off your new ride at ride519.com. Tanks, everything is bigger in Texas. Tanks at, it is at Tanks Big Man Adventure Park, Houston's one stop for all ages action. Tank hits its mark every time with jelly ball, low impact and regular paintball, airsoft and axe throwing. Book your next adventure with the big man. Hashtag get tanks. There we go. And thanks to all of you guys for watching the show tonight. Nice to see it's been a couple of weeks off. It's been long weeks off. Uh, It's nice to have everyone back in the studio and have you guys uh, back online. Uh, We're two months away from uh, NXL starting. Most fields and seasons are planning their events shortly thereafter as well. We have the summit coming up. There's a lot on the paintball calendar that's uh, just around the corner. Um, Phoenix Gasparini reminding us about thick. Well, it seems. Mm Mm-hmm. So what do we want to get to? Do we want to get into the topic? We want to get into mail time. What do we want to do first? Let, maybe we get into the topic at hand. Why don't we do that? So what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to watch you guys on both the YouTube chat and uh, the Facebook chat. If you guys want to participate at home, you guys can. What we're talking about right now is uh, tonight's topic, which is um, what is the best looking paintball gun of all time? And I know it's objectionable. And I saw a lot of your posts and I went through it and I went, wow, some of them are really creative. I never would have thought of that. Uh, like this one here. This is from Alan. Oh, wow. Isn't that great? And for oh, those of you that are listening like that. at home as our podcast, we'll keep the images really short. But uh, what do you call that? Uh, Finish? Oil slick? Oil, I think it's oil slick. So it's an oil, oil slick X mag. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you a couple other highlights here while we're doing it. This is Bjorn. 
Yes, DC2. That is beautiful. That's, that's very nice. Uh, <sighs> sunrise or yes. tequila, whatever you call tequila it. Tequila Sunrise. This one from uh, Little Babby Spicer. Got out of his hot tub long enough to take a picture. It is uh, his angel. Looks like it's all chromed. Maybe not all chrome, but certainly shiny. Uh, this one here is Brandon. Wise guys. Planet Eclipse marker. Nice. Uh, this one here is wow, Chris Hartman's. Nice. And it's uh, a splash cocker. A lot of cockers in these. I thought this was rather breathtaking. I'm not really a big fan of the gun, but it's uh, it's beautiful. I love that purple and the blue. I do like the purple. Lucas Thompson sent us this. This is a Tonton uh, shocker. Uh, nice colorways. And uh, this is from uh, little Maddie Logan with his uh, Defender. Oh, his Defender, very nice. Phoenix Gasparini with this Iron Man rainbow. Beautiful, beautiful. I feel bad taking that, that out onto a paintball field yeah. and getting it dirty. I wonder what uh, the Q-tip budget is for cleaning that. <laughs> uh, this one from Seth Thompson, Tremor Shocker. And uh, the last two here, we've all seen this around. I, uh, I uh, Thomas Bork sent me this one. Uh, horrible image, unfortunately, because it was taken so long ago. That's the best I got of it. And uh, Tim sends us this. Again, beautiful uh, anode job there. So let's start looking at what you guys uh, what you guys are thinking. Keith Kissel says the Splatmaster was the best looking gun. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, hence why I'm married. Uh, well, the Splatmaster, you know what? Everything before the Splatmaster was metal and plastic. Uh, metal, metal with plastic grips, and the, the Splatmaster was a, a, a polymer, you know, a, a, all polymer and plastic marker with the exception of the internal spring so it was it was pretty state-of-the-art cutting edge the only other thing that was <laughs> that was just coming on the scene at that time when this blackmaster came out was the glock yeah keith kissel says uh oh where did it go shoot i just left it here all right well it was a good comment either way um joe you put this picture as one of your faves and this was also in the vault today well I, yeah that was in the vault today but i had that picture on my phone because you know it's one of my favorites but it's 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 a solid shooter and it was you know really ahead of its time the only other thing that was out around that time which is in the ninth early early 90s was the um mag fed something at that had a change you know what it was matt you remember it had a chain drive inside the magazine and that's what fed it they never really worked but that that thing worked people were using vm68s and pmi3s all day long that was just a modified yeah. version and those those are originally made for the um rangers at fort benning georgia and the seals had them and and uh, forced that protein products made those and they're they're pretty cool hmm. they were really they were super hard to get and I have I have another one somewhere that has a full stock and a long barrel, and it also has a mount for an M203 hmm. on it yeah. as well. G Row in the YouTube chat says the Smart Parts Python Impulse was the nicest he's ever seen, and Clint Quinney says that mag was the nicest hands down that we yeah. showed. Yeah, it was beautiful. I'm not a mag fan, but that does look good. Like if if I saw yeah. that, I would take a second look at it for sure. John Hoffmeister, AT85. That was it. Right. You were correct. 
One of our friends, Nigel McGrath, had one of those, and it, it never really worked, but it was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Jason Dunaway's got Kraken markers. <laughs> I I had on uh, on Instagram said the Pro Edition Carnivore. The yellow and black. The yellow and black. I... I, I think a carnivore is one of the nicest looking guns, but I wouldn't put it top ten. No, I, I think it's just a nice looking gun. That, but I, you know, the, what was a nice looking gun was the Mini E Oracle when those came out. Yeah, yeah. they were they were pretty nice, and the and the first um, VF Tacticals were nice. You know, it was a, a nasty gun if you actually looked at it. First glance, it's not bad, but when you actually look at it, um, because they made it. And as they were making it, they made some quick decisions to rush the production just to get it out. And if you look at the styling, some of it has sharp lines, other has curved lines, and then they have this gnarling effect on the rest of it. It's the Vanquish, the first generation Vanquish. Oh, Remember yes. the story about that? Yeah. It was, they were working on it and it was coming out and they had a couple people on the design team and all of a sudden the salesmen got involved with their opinions and then they just rushed it and yeah. it just didn't make any sense from a design standpoint. But, you know. It's okay. They didn't last very long, anyways. No, it's, it's true. Yeah. Um, uh, Kelvin Max is the DM8 or LV1. See, I always thought the DM4 looked nice. Now, granted, it's a yeah. big gun, but it's back in the gun. day, the DM4 was the gun that changed a lot. It went from square, bricky guns to these flowing lines and thin bodies and taking as much meat as they could off of whatever, right? Think about a shocker. Aliens almost. Well, think about a four by four shocker, or impulse. Or any of those old guns would have looked like if they actually had the ability to take all that extra at, aluminum with off. Milling technology. Yeah. 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 Well, remember when we were at Die in two thousand and four, when we met our rep, and then we went into the machine shop in the back, and they were they were producing all the DMs on the floor, the DM three, the DM fours were being made on the floor in in the factory at die that was kind that was pretty yeah. neat and then here was aaron carter with his little machine shop where he was hand making all his the all only his thing stuff. they were doing with the die guns at that time was setting it out for the anno they were milling them there sending them out for anno bringing them back assembling them test firing them and sending them out everything was being done yeah. in-house at die it i remember really the the crazy. back one of the loading doors was just cracked open and they were shooting out into the parking lot just testing guns and <laughs> I, I i get why they moved everything away and did what they did but uh that was still neat to see it's pretty cool yeah. uh neb nellis says the planet eclipse dc cockers were cool yeah dc too yes i agree i liked the the, the picture i put in the post uh, i liked the die envision cocker i thought that was one of the nicest yeah. auto cockers reflex. reflex i'm sorry yeah die reflex um, the gun over Joe's shoulder, the Angler Custom. Um, For the TPX. Yeah. What do we call that again? I'm sorry. It was a Sarge kit. Sarge kit. That's what yeah. it is. Over Joe's other shoulder. Yeah. Whatever. There we go. <laughs> I'm just trying to get Joe to take the crick out of his neck. Very yeah. few people have that kit, too. Yes. Yes, they do. There's not a whole lot made. I haven't spoke to Eric Angler in quite a while. I For no reason, just. He was on the show just before Christmas. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. And over COVID, we had him on the show. Yep. And he was on a couple of Prepo Extravaganza shows. Um, um, jo Josh Arazi, my good old Tipman 
SL682 is his favorite. Brian Cole said his alias Intimidator will always be his favorite looking marker. Um, I got a Dynasty Shocker here. I'd, uh, they're yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, they're okay. Um, Philip Thomas John Marshalls is a Tipman SMG60. Yeah, that's pretty. Well, that's like a British stat. PTJM. Yeah. That's the acronym for Phyllis Thomas yeah, John. PTJM. That's pretty good. Um, Jack Creel says his DM3 entity mill and his Bob Long cockers with the splash and those. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy David Smith says Warp Sports 206 Dark Ego. Oh, yeah. I, I like the Warp Sports cleats. Yeah? Yeah. What were they called? Dark? I called them slippery in the wintertime. No, that the, was the those ATCs. Those are the, the dye oh. ATCs, man. You wore <laughs> oh, those in the yes. winter or on, on Yeah, what? you're breaking a neck and a half. Those things, they froze. Yeah. They were like wearing skates. Um, Steve Sandin, or in, for Tom's, Todd speak, is SS. Um, he liked the DC2 again as well, like you guys. Yeah. PTJM in the live chat brings up the smart parts ion. I don't know if that's the prettiest gun I've ever seen. I would almost go on the other end of that spectrum, and I apologize for saying that if that's your favorite, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I the, don't uh, Does PTJM oh, have a middle name? The Palmer Hurricane, says Keith Kissel. Yeah, I would yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, Justin Doman says the Nova 700. It had a cool look. It did. Again, I beauty's in the eye of the beholder, so you can't really say too much. But I'm saying I'm not, cool, not beautiful. I'm saying cool. Yeah, yeah. Bob Spicer put a picture of an intimidator up, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Seth Thompson says personally he loves the Tremor NXT. I saw a lot of comments on the Sheridan KP3 rifle. Yeah. People, well, people wood, like that. It was like a real gun. Yeah, it had a stock like it, you know, and it was heavy. Yeah, people couldn't carry it now because they're not built to carry them. <laughs> they couldn't go tumbling down a down a hill through a mosquito infested no, bog. Definitely not. Uh, Archie Emmons, uh, you owe stars to the show for this, so I'm going to read it out loud. It's nerf or nothing. <laughs> oh, Bob Spicer, his dark sports LCD angel. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Phoenix has a picture of that other gun that you showed. Um, Hector Viestad, Wolf Critchlow, and you are the winner. If the C if CCM made an M40 to it to full production, would have been good. But some guy's got a, a rifle gun that looks like a Remington M40. Ooh. Uh, Brian Shasili says, my STO, 100%. Hmm. Yeah. Archie Emmons at the 100 stars. Tom McGinty, a Westwood autococker. Hmm. Westwood autococker. Matt's nodding. Uh, Bjorn EF Punked says Planet Eclipse <laughs> autocockers. Neb Nellis has no love for the Defender, I see. I, I, okay, a couple I will people go said out. Defender, though. A few uh, did. Yeah, I will say it's not the nicest looking gun. I, very utilitarian. But that's my own personal preference. Everyone, Joe's, I, I don't have to be looking up. I can see Joe glaring at me out of the I'm corner not, of my I'm eye. I'm not glaring. I'm not glaring. You know what? But I don't, it, I, it, it again, it's, it's. I don't think it was marketed properly from the get-go. Like, it, it had a lot of, there's no, a lot it, of positives it, and it was 
functional. It had no hopper, no mags, bullpup design. It, it was the, built and, on functioning parts that and, you could get, and that worked well. Yeah, <laughs> that was the other thing. Like the easy to repair, and the parts were well made, and the gun was yeah. well made. You could take it apart and clean it. Yeah, uh, Corey Gamble. Pardon? It was fugly. It, it was. Yeah. Uh, what about the smart parts nerve? Says Corey Gamble in the YouTube chat. I liked the nerve. I thought it looked good. Um, I, I think with the problem in our area specifically, people were having a lot of problems with the shockers, and the nerves was like a, a hard sell. Yeah, it you was. Know, did, we have, did we have any nerves? We tried to get a couple through the store, and no one, no one was biting. And I think again, it's because they weren't very well. The, the shockers yeah. were at that point. The shockers were leaking too. They were having yeah. problems. Shockers have come a long way and got a lot better, but there was a there was a time where they just they were not what we had hoped them to be. Phoenix yeah. has a golden hammer. Nice. <laughs> I like gold. Uh, I think we need Bobby a- Doust, old school desert duck. And the Tipman TM7. Yes, Zuby, the battery murdering one. <laughs> Look, Look cool AF. Eight batteries. Like, I had a TM7. I enjoyed it, but... I it had one, eight, too. Eight, eight batteries. First of all, Archie Evans, I don't care how many stars you have donated to the show. You take that comment back or you get banned. He says evil, evil omen. omen. <laughs> that thing. That, yeah. re- that read kept music stores open the everywhere. Reed, the read driven You gun. know what? From one side, it's a pretty nice looking gun. The other side that had the slapper, it looked terrible. You could see it not work if you look close enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Devin Schwartz says the Tipman A5. Cannot be beat. You know, I'm going to bite my tongue for this, but um, what about one of the A- A- Akon like uh rifles they looked really nice they never worked but they looked really nice like if you were to take a photo shoot of a paintball gun and among that line around the same time that zeus pistol that came out looked so cool well the the zeus Zeus was out and then archeon they were all made in the and even the um national sports pistols whatever they were called and and the um BT Combat, um, no, the PCS pistol, they're all made in the same factory. The None SA of them. SA-17. SA-17. Yeah. They never, that nothing ever. PCS. Oh, yeah, but they did. Yeah, they did make something. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. One of the famous ones that, I don't know, I guess a lot of people knew back in the day, but might not know now. Thomas Burke wrote it. The Trigonomics autococker, like yeah, the skeleton the cocker. Yeah, we did show yeah. the picture. Yeah, oh, did you put the it, pic- I missed Yeah, that. it's hard to. It's hard to. It's hard to miss. Yeah. Um, Charles Holton says, "I have a box of junk pistols." Yeah, as do we. Don't Not we just all. pistols, but yeah. Pins. Y- you know what else looked like a good gun that's that's in the same category as the Evil Omen is the JT Accelerator. Oh yeah, it those, looked very yeah, it looked sharp cool. and pretty, but yeah, it just did not work. Yeah. Um, well, uh, P- PTJM is talking to Wolf about the A5. The A5 is one of those guns that, from one side, it looks good. The other side, it kind of eh. But it was always like, I don't know. I thought it was a good looking I gun. T- one of the things that I thought was the most badass when it came out was the A5 Stealth. Yes. Yeah. With the remote line down the middle and the flat line and the car stock. 
Man, that just looks so cool. And they work. That flat line, remember? Oh, I was. So you can watch the ball like hop up and just go. At, yeah. that, at the, sec- at the awesome. second field, you could stand on the one side of Saigon and you could shoot across the berms, over top of the trench line, over top of the berm, <laughs> yeah. and hit guys in the tower in the Marine base. But though, that, okay, the A5 flat line specifically, fixed paint. Like you could have had the crappiest paint old it, whatever it did it just fixed it and shot yeah, it. it yeah it yeah i i don't know what the technology other than the fact that it was a roughened barrel texture inside but yeah it, it did what it did yeah yeah i know that was that was that was good time and someone was ta- commenting about the phenom phenom definitely looked cool as well yeah yeah what was the i know it's off topic but what was the gun given to um, the captain of damn it not damage um, that stupid movie we all had to watch was it a spider not Bobby Dukes the other one Matt oh, um, the direct, direct damage, damage movie what was the gun that, that the, splat no but what was the was gun it, that the, the guy who's disqualified or couldn't play gave was it an angel was it a, no ICD like a yeah, oh, Indian Creek. Is it an Indian Creek? Was it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not watching that movie again to find out, but uh, <laughs> I know that was like the sacred gun. Here you go. Uh, Play with this. I can't. You'll win the tournament. Another yeah. gun that we no one's talked about is the Bushmaster Point Man. That was yeah. pretty sweet, too, in its day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the most beautiful ones that I think I've ever seen come out was the one hanging up on the wall. Just over Gavin is a resurrection autococker. Yeah, I agree. Okay, well, look at your own collections. What do you think is the best in your collection? I do like the VF Tactical autococker. I think that's a good looking. It's kind of ugly, but it's good looking for like that tactical look. Yeah. But what else? What else do you guys have that you'd consider? My AGD sidearm. You have yeah. one of those, yeah. 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 I don't know, but if you, I got a 50 caliber. Crossman revolver that looks like a cowboy. The revolver's the a revolver. Cool. I've got an H. Yeah. I've got a few um, eight-shot, sixty-two caliber semi-automatic pistols. Yeah, those sixty that the Adventure Game of um, Canada, Great Canadian Adventure Games used, and the Adventure Game of of America used. I got some Nell spots, mm-hmm. VM68s. Like, there's a lot of stuff that people don't. Or the Mark One Uzi was pretty neat. My too. Mark One Uzi. Yeah. Here's a quick shout out too to a fellow in the live chat called Norman Walsh. He's watching in the live chat. Norm. Hi, Norm. 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 How's life treating you? <laughs> it's a dog-eat-dog world, and I'm, eat, I'm wearing milkbone underwear. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was one of Nor- a Normism from Cheers. Oh. I only remember that one. I can't tell you any other ones. But they're bringing back Frasier, but not Cheers. Like, really? Well, less, less, really? less expensive, I guess, to have all those guys. Isn't Tom- I suppose that's true. Yeah. Yeah. What was the name of that guy? Ted, Ted Danson. Danson. Yeah. Yeah. He does some show. I think I should make the same amount of Ted Danson. <laughs> the Seinfeld reference. Oh, boy. All right. Well, why don't we move on, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, the Sterling STP is a daily driver, too. Yes. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, the Model 98 was not a pretty gun. No. But, but it worked. It sure, it sure, sure as hell did. All right, well, we have prices right, ladies and gentlemen. We have mail time to get to. We have potential lightning round, but let's put lightning round away. I thought we were doing mail time with Gavin. 
let's wait and do mail time with Gavin because you yeah. guys have a lot of questions, and I would rather Gavin get those sourced let out. Let him cinch up his own sack. Yeah, let him rip it open on his own. Or rip his open sack. <laughs> what, what does he do with his sack? I, I know that's a personal question. He just scratches it. All right. Well, Matt, you can participate <laughs> in this as well because Scratch these are sack. fresh, uh, hot off the eBay's today. Uh, that I that I found. Yeah. So let's get into tonight's uh, prices, right, ladies and gentlemen? Oh boy! Um, you guys can play along. At I sorry, I wasn't sure if you're gonna do a bumper or an intro. I thought about it. It's okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, here's what it is: standard prices, right rules. I'm gonna tell you the uh, the marker. You tell me how much it sold. It's all in American dollars for all of our Canadian and international friends. Just to make life simpler, this is a Tipman 98 custom marker in its original box. Um, and it comes with uh, a 20 ounce CO2 tank. That's one of the older boxes too, because it doesn't have any printing on it. Yeah. Chief Kissel said it's sixty-eight dollars. And Philip, this is not brand new. This is a used mark. Philip Thomas John Marshall says sixty bucks. George Hayes. We don't 75. have time for his entire name. Does he have a middle name? <laughs> I don't know. I think mm. if he had a chance, he'd probably make it longer. He'd probably put a couple other names. Is it on his credit card? It's just J. <laughs> But not J-O-Y, just the letter J. <laughs> That's right. Um, so Tipman 98 custom paintball marker in the original box. Shane Free, 82 bucks. Neb, 85, 86. And Phoenix says 75. D- uh, Derek Rose in the YouTube says 37.99. Nice. Look at that. D- Derek Rose has got exact. He's the kind of guy that would pull up to a cash register and pay with the last couple pennies. Yep. And get that exact, exact change. Uh, Derek Rose would be a hard customer to have if you were a waitress. Thomas, <laughs> You'd have Thomas exact John tip. is his middle <laughs> initials. Uh, okay. PJTM. PTJM sounds like an affliction you'd get after like a bad yeah. war or a... Yeah. Yeah. I was stationed in Korea and came home with PTGM. <laughs> <laughs> I sent 50 men to the latrines that night. Um, Joe, Joe you first. get to start. Oh, I do? Um... I'm going to say, because it's in box, mint in box with a hopper. That'd be I'm refreshing. Gonna say 80, 80, <laughs> 86 bucks. Oh, I like that. That was good. Sorry, I, I oh, laughed over that. 86 bucks? $86. Okay, Josh, what are you thinking? Uh, 95. Okay. Oh. Matt, what are you thinking? 98. 98. Oh, I see what you did there. Uh, That's a good one. Okay. You all overbid. Classic. Derek Rose got the closest. He bid thirty seven ninety nine. This sold for thirty six bucks. Wow, thirty six bucks for a tip of ninety eight and a hopper. Any rental field would be should be buying these things up. Yeah. Um, let's try something slightly different. How about a tip of ninety eight custom pro platinum marker? Those are crap. With a hopper and a mask. Looks like it was a player's pack when it was originally uh, sold. Yeah. So it's like a pair of tipping goggles. It's got a little bit of lube stain on the box. Why? Too. Why did those? Why? Why did you say those were crap? Just the quality was not they, as good as the original. They weren't as good. Yeah. Weren't they like the half clamshell thing too? Yeah, yeah they were yeah. just yeah. hard to clean. Which was great from Tipman to come out with a half clamshell because it saved you <clears throat> some time. Yeah. Uh, Wolf says ninety. But at the same time, I felt like it let more dirt in. PTJM wants to know if it has anti-chop technology in it. It ACT? might. It might. It might have ATC. Is that not what it is on the on the grip? No, it's it's two little things inside the body that prevented the 
No, didn't yeah. they put the ACT anti-chop technology on the grip, the little logo? Yeah, it was and on, it, on it the does grip. actually. It's on the logo. I can yeah. see it on the grip, but it was two little pins. We just took them out because they just didn't fell even, out. Yeah. They didn't even work. And it was yeah, something with that, yeah. the caulking rod across the top. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Well, yeah, it said the bolt forward and the yeah, and hammer silly, back. And ludicrous. Yeah. <laughs> Reload who won, the ball or Who whatever. won that? Oh, I, Nobody, Joe, so you Joe get to start? Bell over a bit. <sighs> and I say $98. Okay, George uh-huh. Hey says 54 Skyler says 50 bucks. PTGM says nineteen twenty-five. Charles Arthur Kennedy, eighty bucks. What are you thinking? I think you're on a thing, so I'm going to say thirty-seven. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> That's C-A- not very nice. C-A-K, Charles Arthur Kennedy. Matt, what are you thinking? Uh, Twenty-five dollars. All right, G Row gets the last bid. He bids seventy-five twenty-five on the YouTube. Wow, seventy-five bucks. Cool. Who got it? Uh, I don't know, Matt. Who got seventy-five? Zuby got it. Ah, this guy. Better Gavin. Nice. Um, <laughs> Got to find the picture. See if I can flip it An ion. down and reverse it. There we the go. CP barrel. Oh, look at that! A yellow and black ion with a barrel. It's An like aftermarket. So the best part of that is Put the CP barrel. <laughs> is it a CP or is yeah, it yeah. or is it a? No, it's yeah. definitely. It's, it says CP. Oh, so I couldn't see it with my glasses. Now my glasses are off. I can see it. <laughs> That makes no sense. Well, they're for reading, not looking okay. at distance barrels. Uh, rocks are better than ions. <laughs> 40, 40 American Bones, says Keith Kissel. That'd make a great t-shirt. <laughs> rocks are better than an ion. <laughs> uh, what are you thinking, Josh? You're first. Uh, 30 bucks. Okay. Dan and Hardy, 90 buckaroos. Charles Holton, 40 bucks. Uh, Matt, what are you thinking? This will get you easily fifty dollars. Fifty bucks. Nebnella with the twenty-seven ninety-nine in this exact change. Joe, what are you thinking? What did you say, Josh? Thirty. I Thirty. Fifty. And you said fifty. I'm gonna say sixty-five. All right. This sold for ninety-three dollars. Whoa! I knew it. Someone. What would be the threading of that? Was it impulse? It was shocker? Impulse ion. Yeah. yeah. Impulse ion. Was its own. All right. Well, let's get out of the gun realm for a second and let's uh, put on some clubware here. Skull tactical face mask. Can't not even wear that. No, you couldn't. But also, you wouldn't be able to see. You don't have 290 degrees vision and you have like these things all over your... But that's promoting unsafe sportsman eye protection. No ASTM. No. I don't know if I can vote on it, oh, but I will anyway. This is definitely something you'd find not only on eBay, but on the Amazon. Yes. Yeah, don't buy this gerbage. Yes, exactly. $17 on Alibaba, thinks Phoenix Gasparini. 35 bucks. Uh, G. Rowe says 120 bucks. I hope that's not for this. All right. Who bids first? Joe did. Joe? Joe did. And what it was that? Sorry? $35. Okay. Uh, Okay, and what are you thinking? Because it's the internets and people have credit cards and way too much money, $100. Okay. Matt, what are you thinking? I'm going to split the difference and say 75 All right. I think you all overbid. This sold for 18 bucks. Good. Suck Good. it, Greg Muller, with your $79 bid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Greg Muller. See, you know he's at home right now beating himself up, eh? You stupid dummy. 
<laughs> thinking I should have just watched that NASCAR race instead of tuning into this garbage. <laughs> I think I'm just going to go pour another uh, vol- uh, jigger of scotch. You know, he's going to drive up here just to say the jerk store he drink- called. <laughs> he drinks bourbon, by the way. Um, all right. For those Defender wannabes that couldn't afford it. Here's- oh, the Raider. This was in my price range. New, brand new Tipman Raider rental. Brand new. Yeah, you know it's a Ooh. rental because it has the yellow grips on it. Yeah. All right, let's clear the air. Who bids first on that? Joe. I still do. All right. Uh, $140, I think. Well, Keith Kissel starting it at 80 and Dan and Hardy at 400 400 Yeah. I think Dan and Hardy's into his fourth Greg Muller says four ten. George Hayes says three hundred. Charles Holden says one hundred twenty-five. Really? Yeah. Neb Nellis says. But it's nine o'clock, and Greg's about four bourbons in right now. It's, it's Lisa fine. Rose Mercus says ninety bucks. Tezzy Smith passed because he's from New York State. Um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the uh, wish Archie version Evans. of the Defender, says Nebnella. It is. Yes, it very <laughs> much Muller is. That's great. dollars Yeah. Oh, I see three. No, no sorry, he's three he's drinks. Three, three bourbons in. Blanchard's <laughs> bourbon. He drinks the good stuff. And each on. of his beverages are three jiggers deep. So that's nine shots for those playing at home. All right. Let's get these bids going. Who's bidding first? I'm sorry. I did. Okay. And Joe. what are you bidding, Josh? Why, sorry. What did Joe say? 140. I, 140. 140. I, you know, I'll say two hundred. Let's go up there. We'll see. Okay, Derek Rosh has eighty bucks on YouTube. Matt, what are you thinking? Sixty-five. Okay, Dan and Hardy says it looks like an Action Village stock stock photo. Uh, this sold for three hundred dollars. Oh, so who won that? I did. Would you say two hundred? Oh man, I haven't seen these in a while. So let's do one of. Let's do this. Josh, I like your hoodie. I like yours. Yours is pretty sharp. Wow. Can anyone name it before SP8. I read the SP8 with SP8 with, with uh, that feed Q-loaders. system. Q loaders. Q loaders. Yeah. God. Dual SP8. And, it, and tanks look like they're electrical taped to the side of the gun. Oh, they are too. I missed that in the photo. Yeah, I don't know if it's electrical tape, but it it can't be in. It's I don't. Be mounted somehow. I really look at that. Well, that definitely looks like tape. When you said There's you mounted tanks, I thought you were a taxidermist. <laughs> okay. okay, I'll give you that. Those have got to be some sort of plastic racking. Yeah, they. Yeah, it's a lot of plastic racks lately. Um, did somebody seriously run around a paintball field with one of these in each? I, no, I had. Yeah. I had. Yeah. We had. I had an SP8, an olive green SP8. They were lightweight because they're all plastic. They were all right? plastic, and then if you dropped them, and they just shattered. Oh yeah. yeah. I watched uh, a kid accidentally kneel on it in the staging. Are you saying they're the toolless disassembly? Shit. Use any rock on the field. For yeah, yeah. God, you guys, for those that are get just getting into paintball within the last couple of years, you have no idea the sacrifices and what the, we lived through. Wow, we. How much I remember f- tape we used. Flipping open lids of hoppers and just having the lid go flying. <laughs> It was designed for that. Cheaply matted magnets that would fly out. If you bumped a tree, your feet neck snapped in half. Like, yeah. Now you got pods that, you know, are, are color changing to let you know that it's too hot. When your <laughs> pods go clear, it means it's too hot for your paint. It's, yeah. I mean, 
Oh, wow. It's, All like right. a, it's like a mood ring. Yes, exactly. Whether you're playing two egg or not, they turn red. <sighs> All right. Well, let's clear the clear the air. Josh is starting. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna, you I'm, get two of these monstrosities. <laughs> I'm going to go with a smooth 300. Two tanks, two Q loaders, two guns, 300. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's admit those are not working Q loaders, and they're not working SP8s either. Yeah, fair enough. Joe, uh, actually, Matt goes next. The only thing in this picture that works is the air tanks. Um, yeah, that's true. No, those, yeah, those regs, and you don't have to hydro those because they're small enough, right? I think so, yeah. Greg says, Greg Muller says, the chrome tubes were to reflect heat. The evil I, chrome tubes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. But I you have, had to take them and polish them and put wax on them so they wouldn't scratch. And yeah. I have some <laughs> evil chrome I used tubes. the same wax on those as I did for my flame drop forwards. <laughs> I don't know if I should go high or low on these monsters. What did you say, Josh? 300? I said 300. Jeez. That's a good. That's it's a the good. internets. They look neat. Yeah. Somebody's got money for that. Someone yeah. really wants Q loaders and parts for Q loaders, so I bet someone paid four hundred. Well, Joshua Estrada and Derek are both saying two hundred, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Philip Thomas John Marshall said two hundred each. Yeah, four hundred. Okay. Yeah, Keith Kissel thought that the tubes on top were a grenade launcher, but no, they're they're the tanks. Those are Q loaders. <laughs> Joe, what are you thinking? What'd you say, Matt? Four hundred. You said three hundred, Josh. Yeah. I got it. I gotta say, like two sixty. Two sixty. Phoenix Gasparini guessing five hundred. This was sold for five hundred sixty-five dollars. Those Q loaders, man. Everyone. Just never, <laughs> know. never know. All right, what's our score? I have only two left. Do we need to get to them or? Zuby in the lead with two. Joe and I with one. All right. I well, felt like I had more. I thought Joe had two. Nah, no. All right. Yeah. We we all overbid on. I thought Lance price. Armstrong had two as yeah, well. Yeah, you're right. I was wrong. Oh, that's a good. No, one he started time. off with three, so he's got two now. <laughs> I don't believe that. Are you doing all right, ladies and gentlemen. Here's what we're gonna do. We're we're finishing up Prices Right. Congratulations to uh, Gavin Sharma, the winner of this evening's Prices Right. And uh, I think what we're going to do is we're going to do a podcast after show. So if you guys would like to join us, we're going to continue to broadcast over on the YouTube side of things and record for our podcast. Uh, for those of you that may not know, our podcast is where the majority of our listenership comes from. So we apologize to all of you guys that were listening at home that couldn't see the images and the pictures that we have. But I would encourage you to come over to YouTube and uh, just watch and rewind even if you want to scroll through to those because some of them were pretty pretty gorgeous so thank you to all of you guys uh, in the studio we should have a quick out and uh, thank you all of you guys watching us on Facebook hit that like and share before you guys go and if you want to continue to watch us head on over to YouTube don't be a freeloader if you liked what you hear make sure to hit the share button below also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. All right. Uh, Joe was saying his Facebook was running really slowly. It might be just your computer and your processor at 1080. It might be too much for it. Uh, uh, but uh, 
Well, we'll we'll we'll, fi we'll figure that one out. Uh, so yeah, thank you to all of you guys that are over on YouTube watching, and all of you guys that are downloading us and watching us on a weekly basis. I'm curious to know if any of you guys that are listening to our podcast, not watching but listening, if the sounds any better with this new broadcast that we're doing. I, I don't know if it does make a difference or not because I know podcasts they dumb the the audio quality down quite a bit. But podcasts yeah. do too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I know this is off they topic. Press it to send it through, and then they. Uh, uncompress it when it goes through the highs and lows get lost yeah so with that being said i've been thinking about this for a couple weeks now i can't afford to do it right now but i i think that i'm going to bite the bullet and either buy um, a proper record player and a proper stereo system and so i can listen to some of my old records or i was even thinking a cassette deck just for cost wise i have one because the cassette decks and the 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 vinyl I, i'm so tired of like i listen to music all the time but i listen to it on youtube music and i listen to it on spotify and both of them are digital sources and they're they're not what they once were and i was listening no. to some old rock and i was my daughter and i were doing some puzzles over christmas and i was playing her some old old classic stuff so she could sort of be familiar with it and it sounded good but it just didn't sound no, what I remember, and I really want to get myself a, a record lose, player and a sound system just to hear that. Yeah. yeah, and and I wonder, like, think of the artists and the musicians today that all of their listens come from digital format. Yeah. How that's changed their production, and would that music even sound good if it was pressed on an LP? Do you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. they're manufacturing them now, so it sounds good on a stream. But back when, you know, <laughs> so I was listening to an audio engineer talk about this, and he explained it. He said, "There's an interesting phenomenon going on in the world of entertainment," and he compared it to adult entertainment. So he said, "Adult entertainment 20 years ago didn't have to worry about high definition, so there was less put into makeup." sets and all this kind of stuff and body makeup and all this but they said now with 1080p and people wanting 4k and all that that actresses are having like scars tattooed over to match the rest of their skin color and like there's this huge huge issue now with a high definition because you can literally see so many more details and he said but music has gone the opposite way so he said before you listen to um, you know some Stevie Ray Vaughan you could hear his fingers slide up and down the, the the strings and it added to it and you could hear the drum like you could hear so much more. Yeah. But now all that is lost and he's like, people don't hear that anymore. Yeah. I he's wasn't like, sure where you're CDs. going with his fingers sliding up and down, I just thought. <laughs> no, I wasn't going back to entertainment. Yeah. But he, he gave a laugh and he said, like, all this production that used to go into music is now just dumbed down. But conversely, live music now is far better quality than it's ever ever oh, been astronomically better you know you used to go to a concert and they'd have to stack speakers and project it out and just sort of send it directionally towards you yeah where now if you go to a venue it's more precise than that they're aiming it at specific parts of the crowd so as you're walking from one side to the other it's a it's a seamless transition yes um, like the quality of taylor smith's music in the last 20 years has changed exponentially like is she older than 20 are you having a stroke <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Come on. No, you that was funny. <laughs> it's funny. Sorry, you were saying Taylor Smith's? Smith. <laughs> I know. You mispronounced two words in a row. That's why I thought. Oh, whatever. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, I yeah, and and we've talked about it before. But like, you look at some of the new venues, like this 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 dome in uh, the Sphere it's in Las the Vegas. Sphere. I want to see you two there. I do too. Like on, I do too. You guys want to see they you extended? two live on purpose? They extended U 2s uh, show there. I've seen U two on concert several times. It's they're quite spectacular. I know you've just. Early, I know you're a late adopter for Apple and you know good <laughs> stuff. So you know. Uh, Maybe you'll know. Oh, I had an iPhone when U2's album was forced down everybody's throats. Yeah, that's true. I hated U2 back then. And that then, was a horrible album. The boot. Joshua that Tree and stuff like that is good. But that's anyway. why he hates it. Uh, honestly, I should think be Joshua, Joshua Tree, tree. Is, is mediocre at best. Josh Tree. <laughs> the Zabricus Tree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, this, this, this sphere with 164,000 directional speakers hitting everybody in the stands to the point where like if you're a row or a section over you could be listening to a different language if someone's having a having a yeah a, a, a speech being given and not know like i i don't know i i'm if and I with that whole visual aspect of it how can you not want to go to the sphere to see somebody i would go see apocalypse now but i think it would be a waste of time to see anything less than now Michael sad, Bolton? sadly can't do this anymore <laughs> but like rush like a full-on awesome like yeah i think it could be wasted on you know who else would be good to, like to your point and i disagree with rush but you to your point Ariana would be Grande? like pink floyd uh fleetwood eh. mac yes um you know a dynamic band that has multitudes of layers and sounds like yes. uh toto I know that sounds terrible. I would not want to see Toto live. No, I know what you're talking uh, about. Aaron Parsons projects, like some of the some of these older bands that had the band. Oh, yeah. CCR. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or the Traveling Wilburys. Maybe they could bring back Jim Morrison. That'd be nice. Get some doors on. Riders, Riders on the storm. Yeah. Riders on the storm. They could make a hologram of them. They could. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, to the end to your conversation about quality music. We're listening to the Riders on the Storm on the radio, and I have one of the original the CDs that I put it on one time, and my daughter looks at me. She said, "Why is there rain in the background?" Yeah, and you listen to it on the radio, you don't hear yeah the thunderstorm take place in the background. No. And I was like, "Holy shit!" So she yeah. and she'd never heard it with that. Yeah. George Hay says Queen. Queen would be a good one. Uh, yes. War says Charlie Kennedy. Not really big fan of Gore, but I do know that they have good. They would be a good sound. Musically, yes. Yeah. Uh, Maestro Fresh West. No. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. But I, I if I, Gavin was here, he'd be saying he would just want to hear Purple Rain. He would want to hear yeah. like a reggae band with steel drums. Some mob mob barley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Do you think that? earphones or headphones rather could come to a good enough technology where it could make things sound warm and and but it's but you're still listening to digital music i i, I don't know it's the compression for digital music that makes the difference yeah That's the yeah all right ladies and gentlemen speaking of awesome sound to your ears this has been the behind the bunker paintball podcast 
episode one of 2024. Thank you so much for missing us for the last couple of weeks. I know a lot of you guys were going downloading our back catalog, uh, but hopefully this will this will be a highlight of your day tomorrow morning to uh, to catch our podcast. Uh, thank you to Joe Kimson for being here from Plaggarders Paintball. Thanks for tuning in, and this is episode 511. A podcast, yeah. Podcast. Oh, Ramstein would be good too. Duhast. Du Hast. I agree. Yeah. Um, episode 632. What's that divided into 52? A million. 632 divided into 52. That would tell us how many years we've been doing this. Josh, 2010 was the. <laughs> 12 years. We but have called later. I want that math on an audio clip. Okay, first of all, ladies and gentlemen. 2010 and Matt going, No, what? we started this in 2010. Like, Milo was one. Now no, he's 14. Todd said, what's, what, yes, whatever was divided by 52 and you said Wellington Street at the studio? It's Westminster. <laughs> Possible stroke. Right, you gotta, why are you going to be like that? Signs, F-A-S-T, face. Um, yes. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and yeah, sorry, Josh. Thank you for being. And uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you to Matt to put crit for pushing buttons. Yeah. Thank you to you guys watching at home. And uh, we'll see you guys next Monday. <laughs>